I still want to keep that going. So, I, I don't want to mess the ambiance up with, you know, doing it while driving. But, again, it does help me to... Like, my next... It's not my next. I think by season three, season four, I, I just want to be free-flowing on... I think you are free flowing, though. I think it's just the, yeah. You know, there's a song I forgot who it is said, "Remove me from the, my enemy, even if it's me." And I think sometimes you are your own worst critic or enemy. Um, I, I mean, can't who can say anything? To you, there's no excuses. There's not one. In ex there's not one excuse that anyone can bring to you that is sufficient because of what you did, being a single mom at the age of fifteen and seventeen, and you still carry that cross you still pushed your way you still made sure that it was food on the table you still made sure that you know i mean because you got class and then after class your mom again kids get sick you mom Guess who got attended to sick kids? You do. It, and you still have to do... It's not even just going to class. Not only do you have to go to class, but you have to complete the work given to you after class. So you have to find a way after class to complete that work, be mom, make dinner, change diapers... Make bottles, do baths, <coughs> all that. So, like, 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 I, I, I just when when you make those statements, I, I can't um, allow you to subscribe to them because of that story alone. You know, like you said, when you told me you walked in the snow with your kids, you didn't have a ride. You had to drop them off at the daycare. I can imagine that's in the morning. You walking on the east Chicago streets as a mom. Uh -huh. I mean, <laughs> East Chicago is not a, a, a very kind place. I don't think Gary. East Chicago, Gary, same difference. It's not a kind place. But you, you, you had the tunnel vision of staying focused and being student, being mom, 
being caregiver, being provider, being nurturer, being disciplinarian, being teacher, all those facets. I mean, and then if you look at the, the fruits of your labor, I mean, you know, you know, I look at your daughter and I look at her mindset, how she maneuvers, how she carries herself. You you you, you imparted those things solo dolo. So there's not like I, I don't I, I really can't. I can't subscribe or connect with the idea that you, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing that you can't do. Nigga, if I say, hey, go put my engine in, I, there's nothing you can't do. Put it in. You're going to read the book. You're going to do your research. You're going to do this, that, to make sure you got the tools necessary to do that. And boom, bada, boom, bada, bing. Sometimes, you know, we got to look back over our shoulder and remember defining moments. Those are defining moments pressure bus pipes. And in that defining moment, you made the choice to stand your ground and pursue your education to be a mom, to be a provider. And how many dollars of, of, of child support did you gather? None. That wasn't even your end game. There's a million niggas that'll give you a hand clap for that. I ain't used to that. I shit, man. <laughs> Yo, when they hit the fan, they hit the fan for me. It was it wasn't no nah. I'ma do this. Mm-mm. Like, how how did you manage to, like, what was your thought process when you first got pregnant at 15? Like, how did you, how did you say, I'm not going to give up on myself? I'm not going to give up on my future. I'm not going to be a statistic. I'm, I'm not going to be a slave to uh, society or the system to say, I can only have this. Like, how, how did you maneuver through that in a positive manner and not only get your bachelor's in, and I don't know, what, what did you get it in? The degree only continual studies, but the academic transcript reads coursework for elementary education. So to give back to other kids, to give back to other young people, like how, how did you build that 
reservoir to to say, hey, this is this is my my mission. This is what I'm gonna do. I don't know. I mean, working with people, helping people, that's just always been that natural niche to me. Like, it always made me happy. I mean, from my first job was Boys and Girls Club. I I was a, a youth mentor. And it was, again, the most rewarding job. Like, these kids I fucked with, you know what I'm saying? They, they 9, 10, 11, 12 you know, very close in age to myself. And yet, I was still able to get in there and, and I mean, I mean, and relationships was built in that environment. And it just, I don't know, shit. I played school. That was my, my hobby. Like, we didn't get a chance to go outside and run up and down the street. And you know what I'm saying? As a kid growing up, the backyard being sufficient, that, that, that's cool, right? But that shit kind of got to the point when you're a teenager and that's the same expectation. The backyard's cool. Yeah, you can go outside, but you can only go in the backyard. And so by now, you done moved how many different times? And the backyards all look different. You know what I'm saying? So the place where it became the real rule, you may have had a big-ass backyard that let you see this, let you see that, let other kids come in, let other kids come down. And now... You know what I'm saying? But that was our baseline. Shit. But I don't know. Putting me out there in that field. Shit. That's what I do. Like, shit. Shit. What, what drew you to one, like, because cause our society, our people, I really, unfortunately, and it's true, they're focused on maintaining their house. You know, uh, the, the the people outside, they matter, but they don't matter. The focus is on, I'm going to get mine. And the analogy that is utilized is crabs in a barrel. You know, that, 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 that exemplifies someone's trying to get up, someone's pulling them down. Someone's trying to get up, someone's pulling them down. And you, in the state of a lack of comfort, maybe a lack of resources, maybe a lack of support, still had the idea to reach out to other young people and mentor them and show them the proper way to show them, hey, learn from my mistakes. Like, how do you have that mindset at the age of 15? I mean, I can't even say I I can answer that at that age. I mean, I I can say what drove me was, and and just watch the jobs I've had. They've allowed me to, man, I started out according to your income, graduated to Section 8. I got on Section 8, and again, that word statistic, that word at 15, so that's my driving point. I knew what the statistics said for a 15-year-old who bore a child, hadn't completed high school. I knew what the statistics said. And what anybody knew about me then, shit, shit, shit. Tell me no. Tell me no. My nickname growing up was no, no. Why? My parents had to redirect me. Always trying to tell me 
And, and what? I mean, so shit. No, I knew what the statistics said about me. So what, what prompted you to do the research on statistics? Like what? Because I, I mean, not that, that, age, that, that, I mean. And you didn't do research. At that age, you didn't do research. We didn't have internet. If you wanted to know something, you went to the library. At that age, okay, what was true was that the statistics was presented to you. They told you the truth. They told you up front. You knew that shit when you got signed up for, like I got signed up for this program in school. I don't even remember what it's called. But like the counselors called you down one day from your class. So you think you in trouble and shit like that. And they said, people like you, people like you, this is an opportunity for you to basically improve your scenario. So whatever that program was called. So it it gave people like me an opportunity to go off to college. I had a full scholarship, okay? My GPA was damn sure not no motherfucking three point nothing. Okay. All right. All right. So again, it gave people like me that opportunity to go away to college and improve their scenario. Like, this your last shot, bitch, here. We finna go ahead. Look, it's on you now. It's, it's, it's sink or swim. And that's what they did. They gave that shit to you up front. They told you who you was and where you gonna be. And then they said, here, bitch, you can go to Ball State. All, all expense paid. Here you but go. How did you, but how did you... I mean, and this is where I commend you at is having the awareness to embrace because no one wants to hear limitations. No one wants to hear what you can't do. No one wants to hear, hey, you in this category. How how did you maintain your identity in the midst of and still go through it knocking down the doors of hey I'm gonna create an opportunity for myself I mean shit like my my identity then as it is now and it's socially unacceptable and that's why you find so many I found so many conflicts okay I bet even after I tell you the 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 characteristic you know what i'm saying you'll still too do just less i got in in every environment and again receiving that information is good is helpful but again you still trying to figure it out like i like this person but i know it's something a little bit more so you just learn to finagle life being who you are i i was always the people pleaser so we didn't grow up in an environment that cheerleaded us on. We we didn't get the rah-rah for going to college and the big fanfares that parents do now. Like, that wasn't us. You know what I'm saying? I actually got that full scholarship but did not take that full scholarship. You know what I'm saying? My mom wouldn't sign that paperwork. And the joke is she was in that same scenario. Her dad did the same shit. How okay. did you how did you feel though with 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 the person that birthed you not having not being in line with your vision and not signing that? Like how did you 
how did you maneuver around that and how did you stay positive in pursuing your your purpose? I don't know. I mean, because you had some resentment towards her. You know what I'm saying? You did, but my era, we grew up, they didn't play all them attitudes towards your parents. You know what I'm saying? So whatever the fuck I did feel, I, I sucked it up and I moved on. I mean, even to the extent, like, I don't even know what steps I took. Okay, I just remember January 8th, 2006. I'm starting freshman courses at Indiana University. You know what I'm saying? I know that shit because Jay Ray was, what, six weeks old now. You know what I'm saying? So dropping their asses off at daycare and going to do that shit. I don't, I don't remember none of the first, next, last. None of that shit. None of that shit. But So you had to be proactive, not reactive. You had to consider dates, deadlines. Um, as a teenager with little to no guidance, you had to mentally in your mental Rolodex say at this date, this is due. Um, like how, I mean, cause as a teenager, I think about my days as a teenager, you know, I'm at the parties, I'm, I'm hanging out, I'm kicking it, I'm having fun. Like, how did you separate yourself from? I'm going to do this versus doing that. Separations. It wasn't no separations. We didn't have those options. We didn't have those options. Like, you didn't go nowhere. <laughs> you didn't do nothing. You went to school. You came home. You went to work. You went to church. And you came home. And you had a curfew on each of those time frames. School was over with at whatever time o'clock. We had enough time. School was here. We have to go get broke and still make it back to the house now. Whatever designated time. We we said. That's it. It didn't change. That's it. That's it. No matter what you did. Shit. So the time. So the time was consistent. Okay. So the time was consistent. You have a six-week-old son. Um, sound like Jasmine was probably a couple years. You know, so, I mean, there's a lot of barriers there that could have made you give up, quit, Write it off. Say no, not me. And and I can understand looking at the statistics. It it has to be baffling to feel like, you know, how could you make it when society says that you can't? And, you know, I just try to put myself there and looking at it seeing what's in front of me, seeing the odds, seeing the failures, seeing those who hit the wall and then climb it. And that had to be, like, scary. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, I mean, I 
you know, it, it had to be baffling. So, I know that, I know that seeing those statistics, Who are you talking to? I'm talking to you, I know that seeing those statistics had to invoke a sense of anger. fear, anger, frustration. Um, you know, I know that I don't like to be put in a box and I can imagine when you spoke to said person, you felt that you was being written off and you was being placed in a box. Like I mean, when, when she tried to give it to me with a bow, so it's called the present. What do you mean give it to you in a bow? I mean, cause had it not been for that program, statistically speaking, as related to that time frame, chicks in my scenario would not have gone to college. If they would have gone, they wouldn't have completed. So what? Why did you like? Why did you want to go against the grain? Because that's easy to tap out. That's yeah, easy to tap. I did that my whole motherfucking life, one way or the other. Like, well, why, though? Why? 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 Who is they, first of all, to tell me who the fuck I was? Like, they ain't no shit about me. Not a motherfucking thing. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't answer the question on how I ended up being pregnant. Remember, oblivious was birth control back then. Okay, oh, no, 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 that can't happen to me. Oh, no, 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 that can't happen to me. That was birth control then. Okay, so we ain't had them accesses to pull up and, and, and go get free condoms, free this, free that, free this, free that. You know what I'm saying? So you damn sure didn't go to your parent and be like, so this bitch didn't know shit. Whomever, whomever said that shit, they know shit about me. Okay. So again, motherfucking no, please. I wish you would. Who? That has, that has to, but that has to have a. You have to have a um, a level of tenacity. To not be classified as such. When you're being classified as, hey, this is you. Yeah. And you lying because. Where did that come from? Man, it's understanding where your history was. Your history. I mean, shit. I grew up. I grew up in Chicago. Okay, my 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 grandma knows the story of Emmett Till being lynched. Why? Because that was her era. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, you can hear things from an aunt. By way of grandma, and she still let it confirm it. So history was what it was for us. I mean, shit, shit. And so shit. No, come on now. You can't do that. You can't do that. You you can't do that. Shit. So what? Like, like, Mm-mm. what was your first day of college like? Like, like, what was that like? Like, what when you went to your first class? I know I had to be intimidating, like even getting up. You know, I'm assuming. I wore this long brown skirt with my brown Miss O'Leary boots. They had a heel about that long. It was brown flurry, and it had the 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 little flowers on there. I had on this like canary yellow tie bow, 
with a, a, a slip over like v-neck I had taken the kids to school the kids mean you mean I had Jazz and Ray I had Jazz how and Ray was, how was Jazz at the time I mean she was a year cause they two years apart they two years apart um so she was a year and some months right and he was six six weeks six months one of those he they they born so you just had yeah okay yeah. so I had dropped him off at the daycare right there on 39th and Adams and then I come back up and I walk back down to the college um I forget the chorus uh intro to something and that's IU yeah it's a big Gary. ass room big ass like large stadium type room with the row seats and shit and y'all know where to sit it's, it's large it's intimidating it's I mean, even the walls to the building on the inside, they're just, you come through the building, you got to pass by the Bursar office, financial aid, all of that. And my class sat right there. It was room 101 by the, the computer lab. And the computer lab was just becoming a computer lab because we didn't even have, I mean, I remember one of my courses, um, we, we was learning coding. And coding was necessary so you can get onto the internet. And you needed to build all these codes so you can have websites and and Microsoft Word. All that shit was brand fucking new. Brand fucking new. Brand mm-hmm. fucking new. Brand fucking new. Like, what? <laughs> huh? We, we learned typing in, in school on a fucking typewriter. In college. In, in high school, we learned. So you learned how to type in high school. So when you when you seen all that, when you seen the classroom, I'm sure you seen other people who probably was a little more well off. Like how did you compartmentalize like I can do this cuz I mean if you see that, you know, going into that being a person that's been in the college classroom, you can see that and it can take you one way or the other. Real easy, real real smooth. What, like, how did you maintain the idea of, I can do this? You said it was intimidating. You said it was scary. Like, how did you, how did you not walk out of that classroom? How did, what made you stay? What was your thoughts? Like, how did you still remain anchored in the idea that you can achieve this you know, that goal. I mean, it would have been more embarrassing to walk out than to stay. So, I mean, you could blend in camouflage real well, even in the midst of what you don't know. But I've always had that mindset, like, if I start something, I'll never stop until I finish it. You know what I'm saying? So, that was no motherfucking different. Like, I don't know. I I mean, I don't know. This shit, it was. It was intimidating. You know what I'm saying? Everybody got this on, that on. And, and fashion wasn't, in college, uh, uh, it was a thing, but it wasn't a thing. You know what I'm saying? It was a thing. You know what I'm saying? But I don't know if I noticed it that way. I noticed it that way because I wanted to feel more confident in myself. Not to necessarily, you know, fit into a particular group. You know what I'm saying? So, 
So even with your fashion, you was like, I'm doing me. I mean, I was still into skirts. My first freshman year, I, I wore skirts every single day. Every, well, I may have had pants here and there, but <laughs> I still had that <clears throat> long skirt mentality. Okay. Pentecostal, that is. So, what was your, like... Your first report card, like, like, what? Like, I know that you've been to class, you, you, you withstand it that wave of fear. Like, what? When you got your first report card, you opened it up. Like, did you have any kind of concern or you felt that, hey, I already know I got this? I mean, they did, like, mid-time grades and shit like that, you know. And I think they was, like, nailed down. You could look at them online and things of that nature. And it, it was, um, I want to say um, financial aid driven as well. Mm. Because you couldn't, like, the way they disperse financial aid now, they didn't do it then. You know what I'm saying? You had to maintain a certain level of, like, it was that accountability piece. And so, I mean, that chunk of change was always helpful. It was always helpful for something. And so, um, yeah, shit. I mean, you can't quit what you started. But my grades, they wasn't... I started out of school straight. I mean, my grades were sexy. My grades were sexy, A's and B's, and then I started do, dealing with dudes, and then they started, you know, dropping. They didn't drop. They dropped. They dropped. They had dropped to the point to where when it was time for me to enter into um, the teaching program, um, student teaching, I couldn't, I couldn't, quali I didn't qualify because my grade point average was too low. So... They let me ride out academically under that title for as long as I could. And by now, I got enough credits to get an associate's. So they switched me over to a different branch. Like, they let me try to take tests and everything. I could never pass them tests. So I ended up graduating both of my degrees with, um, like, all my education courses are taken. They was just trying to get me to take all these things to build my credits up to be able to student teach. And I mean, I was taking them courses by the, by the horn, you know what I'm saying? Um, and learning some shit, you know. Some of my greatest courses was taken up under those electives and stuff. Um, so what... What... What message would you give... You know, teen mothers or unwedded mothers in your same scenario. What, like, what would you say to keep them pursuing their dream and moving forward? I mean, I would think that that audience is my niece's age. 
I, I would think that that audience is uh, my daughter's age. And, and just looking at that population, that says that, that that guardian, that girl, she is either my niece, my daughter, or shit, perhaps me. And understanding that era, you understand some of their teaching practices that they, they grew up with. You know what I'm saying? We we didn't grow up with rah, 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 rah. And if your mind ain't strong enough to accept that, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're calm-spirited until we pissed off, okay? It doesn't mean we don't care, okay? That's just how we are in, in the expression bracket. You know, we could be better for those that need that. But again, my, my thought is saying shit. Balance and structure. Period. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I grew up in an era where I had to balance negative emotions, stigmas from lots of things. Okay? And they were handed to you. Those girls that are listening to this, they they come from one of those scenarios. Sister, niece, come on. And, and now they they not necessarily, they soft subtle. You know what I'm saying? With the lack of support from motherfuckers you thought should have had your back but don't. Them soft subtles, they judging you. And girls, we, we deal with that shit. But again, when you learn to balance, balance, balance. Even that shit. Okay, yeah, I did that and what? And, and what, man? And, and, and some of the most grimiest shit I've done. That's the mindset I want to have towards the motherfucker it was done to. Like, yeah, I did that. And now what? What? And you can say that in any 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 tone. And, and still, it has the same impact. I, I mean that same shit. But I can't keep give all of that, all of that. That's That's making me... Ill balance. I'm. I don't know if I can move forward because then they not gonna fuck with me like that. They gonna think I'm better than them because nobody else did that. And balance. Know who you are. Fuck them. Fuck them. You don't know until you finish. So basically, knowing who you are, not listening to the outside noise, and believing and investing in yourself, understanding who you are and what you're meant to do. And everything else will, you know, be figured out. Even when you want to quit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even when you want to quit. Absolutely. Okay. Well, I rock with that. Absolutely. Well, thank you for your time. Thank you for answering my questions. I appreciate your story. It's it's very um empowering um and and real. Um because it's something that we face every day. Mm-hmm. And as long as we understand the principles of balance and and not being defined by your circumstances, but defining your circumstances by who you are. Um, everything will connect as it needs to.
Okay.